Hi, this is John Breyer with Mainly Matters, and today I'm going to be talking about a woman named Virginia Jackson. Actually, um, a couple days ago, for some reason, I, I started thinking about um, Earl Jackson. He's a man I met almost a quarter century ago from Scarborough, Maine, under not great circumstances. And um, I looked it up and I, I saw that Earl had actually passed away uh, almost two years ago. And I read his obituary. And one of the things that it it mentioned is that he was really proud to be involved with the Virginia Jackson Memorial Scholarship um, that's awarded each year to a, a senior at Scarborough High School in Scarborough, Maine. So I thought I'd um, spend a little bit of time here today on Mainly Matters talking about Virginia Jackson and and how I met Earl Jackson. So back in um, 1997, at that time I was working uh, full-time for the University of Maine as the executive director of the Community Justice Project in Andescoggin County. And um, I also had a business with uh, two other gentlemen, uh, Ron LaValle, who was one of the founders of Down East um, Pharmacy, and um, Brian Hansen, who owns um, the main business broker company out of Portland. We had we had uh, the two of us had, had started a non-alcoholic uh, dance club for uh, teenagers and um, young adults in Portland. So that was just a business that was open on the weekends. But nonetheless, in 1997, we uh, got the news, as everyone did, <clears throat> that a woman named Virginia Jackson was missing. Virginia was a retired school teacher from Scarborough High School, and she had, since her retirement, she worked part-time at one of the local grocery stores at uh, one, of the, one of the major chains. She worked there part-time, and it was her day off, but it was Mother's Day, and Mother's Day 1997, and someone had called in sick. And so Virginia got the call and was asked if she could come in, and she volunteered to come in. I have an AP wire story here from June 11, 1997, open in front of me. So I'm going to read from it now directly, and that'll give you a little bit of history of what happened to Virginia Jackson on that Mother's Day in 1997. Scarborough, Maine. Even though it was her day off, Virginia Jackson didn't mind coming in on Mother's Day to lend a hand at the busy supermarket where she worked part-time as a cashier. It was the last time she was seen alive. Six days later, Mrs. Jackson's badly beaten body was found in the woods a few miles away, a crime that devastated not only her family and friends, but a whole community. In a state where many still leave doors unlocked and car keys in the ignition, the slaying has led many Mainers to give strangers a second look. My wife locks her car every day now. She didn't used to. On Tuesday, a young couple were charged with her murder. Thirty Authorities say Leslie David Linz, a Linden, Tennessee man who was in Maine visiting relatives, killed Mrs. Jackson after picking her at random for a carjacking in the Shaw's supermarket parking lot. The 59-year-old grandmother at five, of five had enjoyed brunch with her family earlier that day, then worked until 1.15 p.m. 
she bought two cooked lobsters for dinner, a treat for her husband, and walked out the door of the supermarket to drive four miles to her home. Authorities say Lenz, accompanied by his 20-year-old girlfriend, Leigh Estes, drove Mrs. Jackson to a secluded area, ordered her out of the truck, then pushed her down an embankment where she was beaten and killed. Lenz, 22, had spent three years previously in a Tennessee prison for robbing a convenience store and has been charged with murder. Estes was charged with felony murder, a lesser offense. Murder is punishable by up to life imprisonment, felony murder by a maximum of 40 years. I hope that justice prevails and they get what they are entitled to, Mrs. Jackson's husband Earl said. Maine, with a population of 1.2 million people, has an average of 28 homicides a year, and in most cases, the killer and the victim know each other. This case was different, said Stephen McCausland, spokesman for the State Department of Public Safety. Mothers should be safe on Mother's Day. The two were caught Sunday in Panama City, Florida, after police found Mrs. Jackson's red pickup truck, still bearing its main conservation license plate with a picture of a loon. A convenience store clerk in Clearwater, Florida, had written down the tag number and the description of the truck when its driver filled the gas tank and sped off without paying. Police in Maine had flagged the license plate number. Meanwhile, a composite sketch of the driver provided by the Florida clerk had shown up on posters in Scarborough. Lynn's Maine relatives recognized him from the sketch and, knowing he was in Maine at the time of Jackson's disappearance, called police. In the fast-growing public Portland suburb, where the last killings were a 1995 murder-suicide involving a drunken man and his estranged wife, Mrs. Jackson's murder was the chief topic of conversation at places like the Donut Hole. I don't understand what the point of this was. They could have roamed the parking lot until they found a car with keys in it. So, terrible story, and I do remember that very clearly. So, during the six days that Virginia was missing after she had disappeared and before they found her, um, my business partners and I, we had put up $3,000 to the reward fund. Uh, everyone in, in Maine knew about what was going on, and uh, particularly in, in the Portland and Scarborough area. It was just on everyone's everyone's mind. <clears throat> we all wanted her to be found. It just it was shocking. Even though, you know, we didn't know Virginia personally, to know that a retired school teacher who, you know, went into work on Mother's Day was missing. Uh, it was just shocking. So we, we offered a $3,000 contribution to the reward. Uh, Shaw's put up Shaw supermarket put up, I think, ten thousand. So there, were, for a period of time, there was a there was an award a reward out there, and then, of course, when they when they found found her that she'd been killed, um, and they arrested the individuals responsible, there was there was no reward uh, to be given. So um, my idea at that point was to try to do something to honor Virginia, and I came up with the idea of a of a scholarship that would be awarded by Scarborough High School, where she had worked for so many years in the town in which she lived in. And my idea was that um, graduating seniors who were going on to either a four- or two-year college or even a vocational school uh, 
as long as they were continuing their education, that they could write an essay describing how their mother was important to them in their life. And um, of course, before I was going to do that, I wanted to talk to uh, Virginia, Virginia's husband, Earl, and make sure that was something that he was comfortable with. So I was able to contact him and drove over to the house. And I do remember meeting him for the first time in their home, seeing pictures of his wife on the wall and on the tables. And <clears throat> Earl told me about uh, about his life and about their life together. And uh, we had a, had a decent time just talking and getting to know each other a little bit. And uh, he really thought it was a great idea to, to start this scholarship. So what we talked about was that when the uh, seniors would write these essays, that we would actually give them to Earl Jackson and his family would review them and they would choose the winner, uh, the recipient for that year. And um, we also decided that there'd be a plaque, a big plaque that would be made that would have Virginia's picture on it and that it would hang in the hallway of Scarborough High School and that every year the winner of that uh, Virginia Jackson Memorial Scholarship, their name would be put on the plaque with the year that it was awarded to them. So it was all agreed that that was a good idea and that we would do it. Now we needed to go get the money <laughs> together to actually create this scholarship fund. So, um, you know, a lot of people in the community were, were, were trying to help in any way they could. I was able to talk with uh, the owner of Making Waves Salon, which was a hair hair salon in Scarborough, and she had come up with the idea. The owner had come up with the idea of making a um, cookbook that had recipes because Virginia loved to cook, and so some of her recipes were in the book, and it was called Friends of Ginny, a collection of recipes to benefit the Virginia Jackson Academic Scholarship. And so the Making Waves Salon uh, actually got these books published, these cookbooks, and um, sold them at the salon. And we also started going door to door, knocking on people's doors, telling them about the scholarship. Um, I went door to door and knocked knocked on quite a few doors, and um, pretty much everybody that I mean, it was over twenty. 20 years ago, um, but my memory tells me that almost everyone that I was able to talk to gave something. Um, of course, the local businesses, we went went and talked to them, and um, we were able to get contributions from them. One of the local banks set up a trust account so people could make deposits at any of their branches um, directly to the Virginia Jackson Scholarship Fund if they wanted to, and it, it was pretty successful. I, I think it took us Oh, a couple months, and we'd raised close to twenty-five thousand um, dollars. And and with that, with that money, we were able to put it into a trust that would earn interest. And the goal was to create at least a thousand dollars a year in interest, so that every year that scholarship of a thousand dollars could be awarded and that the principal would never go away and it would just be perpetual. Over time, I think the funds have grown. Um, I'm not involved with, with that anymore, but 
it was turned over to like a professional management firm. And for many years, I know that the Jackson family enjoyed receiving all of the entries and reviewing them. At some point, um, as Earl got older, they did turn that that process completely over to Scarborough High School. Uh, But I do remember the very first Virginia Jackson Memorial Scholarship Award, which would have been for the graduating class of Scarborough High School in 1998. I met Earl in the parking lot of Scarborough High School on that on that day, and he and I went in together. Um, we knew the well. He knew the the winner because he had he and his family had chosen it, and uh, he told me who who it was. But no one else knew. Well, I guess maybe some people in the school knew administration, but I do remember being in the auditorium and and uh, seeing the entire class graduate and then it came time for that particular scholarship and Earl went up on the stage and um, they announced the winner and and uh, the mother was in attendance and so she was shocked and surprised and she got to go up with her daughter who had had won the scholarship that year and she got a dozen roses and it was an emotional moment for sure. I haven't been back in Scarborough High School since, but I do know the plaque hangs in the hallway, and now it's been, I think, 23 years, so there should be 23 names on that plaque, and uh, I'm going to try to make it a make a plan to come in there this summer and, and just take a look at it. Uh, Earl died. Earl passed away almost two years ago, as I mentioned earlier, but... Um, it was it was nice for me to read his obituary and to to see that he specifically wanted or his family wanted the the scholarship mentioned that it was something that meant a lot to him. So hopefully, you know, for the family, as they were reading all of those essays that were submitted over the years of people talking about their mothers and why they were important to them. Hopefully, that brought them a lot of comfort, peace, and uh, an appreciation for you know, their their own mother, Virginia, and, and how special she was. So that's the story of the Virginia Jackson Memorial Scholarship. I just thought it would be worth sharing with our listeners. I'm John Breyer with Mainly Matters. Be back with another episode soon, and thanks for stopping by.